Welcome to Cascade Connects, a podcast focusing on the people and events in the Cascade Collegiate Conference. Here is your host, CCC Commissioner Robert Cashel. Welcome to this week's edition of Cascade Connects. I'm your host, Rob Cashel, Conference Commissioner, and we are joined by head softball coach, Jessica Pistol from Southern Oregon University. Jessica, thank you for joining the podcast. Of course, thank you for having me. Well, really exciting times uh, at, at Southern Oregon University, and we've we've gotten through fall season for a lot of our sports, and and certainly uh, fall ball for your softball program. Uh, so I do want to talk about that a little bit today. But before we get into that, uh, just congratulations on another national championship for the Raiders. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. It was a very special way to to end um, a lot of a lot of awesome student athletes careers, but just a, yeah, a really different season for us too. So thank you. Had a chance uh, to watch uh, during a football game. I was watching online and, and your team along with the women's wrestling team were awarded your national championship rings and uh, president uh, Bailey was out there. And, and I thought that was just a really cool way to celebrate both teams in front of your home crowd. Yeah, it was really special having having the women's wrestling team out there and they are they're grinders and it, it was a lot of fun to watch them throughout the year and and then to you know be able to win it again and be able to be honored with them was it was awesome that it was two women's you know sports in our department and just to have such a great group up there cheering for each other. It was a lot of fun. Well, we're definitely going to talk about your championship run uh, last year. But one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast is uh, back in September, you were honored by the NAIA uh, for receiving the National Coach of Character Award. And we're just so proud of you, Jess, for for that for in, in the conference. You will be recognized officially next year at convention. But I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about, number one, uh, what what did you feel when when you heard uh, the news that you had won that? And then we're going to get into kind of uh, the different things that really stood out for you uh, and that that uh, stood out nationally for you winning that that award as well. Yeah, I think feeling wise, I was I was super shocked. I mean, not that I questioned my character or <laughs> the character of our program or anything like that, but we sometimes uh, I think can be on the extreme end of uh, just some of the things that we do, we, we, we turn over every rock. And I think that can feel like it's pretty intense for a lot of people. Um, to get that full disclosure, knowing like, you know, some of the drills and things that we do, uh, to, for our, really, I, it is a personal honor, but it, it really speaks to just our, our program and the commitment that the student athletes make to be a part of it. And so I, yeah, I was really proud in that sense. And then also just excited that, yeah, that there, that that piece of it was recognized, even though it is hard stuff that we do. I, I do think that a great group of people that commits to that and that the character piece comes from just being in the fire a little bit. So that was, it was sweet to be able to, to see that, you know, recognition in, in the country. Well, and, and, you know, 
anytime you have a winning program, number one, people look at the wins and losses, right? And, and, but not necessarily, unless you're really invested in it, you don't know all the things that go in behind the scenes to make those victories happen and to overcome adversity and, and to, to deal with, um, you know, that sustained greatness that you guys have had there. So explain a little bit about your approach to building that, that culture that you have uh, at Southern Oregon. Well, I think that, yeah, the answer to that previous question line goes with it. It's, it's very much eyes wide open. I don't think it's a secret anymore to people who are looking at SOU that it's, it's hard. Like we don't sugarcoat stuff. Like we actually try to train in a way that prepares us for whatever we're going to face. And our conference is toughest in the country, you know, we're trying to, at the end of the day, win the last game of our season and, and you have to win games before that to even be in that position. And so I think the mentality of just embracing that side and, and knowing that it's, it's going to be hard that we're going to be challenged. We're going to be pushed. We're going to actually have to deal with just crap along the way, you know, but in a way that allows us to acknowledge that we're going to be better on the other side of that. We're going to, we're going to grow from those things. So we're going to embrace those things, even if it might mean we have to have hard conversations along the way. We're going to have to do hard physical stuff. Those are things that, and actually just deal with the reality of relationships when you spend this much time together. Like we just, we don't sweep stuff under the rug. And I think that is kind of the way that we try to approach the game. It's like, we're going to have honesty Monday or honesty Tuesday after every single weekend. And we're going to digest it. And we're going to talk about what we did well. And we're going to talk about where we fell short and not just talk about to go back out and do another drill, but to actually be held accountable for that and moving through the week. So, yeah, I, I, you know, we do an event that is super extreme called Raider Ruck um, without getting into crazy details. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're just the seniors help, help plan it. And it's just a lot of hard physical mental, but team building stuff. We do it together. It can take two days. Sometimes it can be through the night. Sometimes it can be whatever. There's really not, not rules. And we usually climb some kind of big peak or several peaks or do something that's extreme to, pull us together. Um, and then just, you know, we, we kind of keep that theme throughout the year. So the things that we do, we, we run towards them and, and it's like, we're going to get punched in the mouth throughout the year, just like stuff that happens in life punches us in the mouth, but it's really about what, what we do with that and how we continue to take a step towards what we've decided are our goals, you know, this year. I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really does. And and kind of that that, you know, like you said, in your face uh run towards it approach has really served you guys well. You know, when we were uh collecting all the materials to to finalize the nomination, one thing that stuck out that your athletic director, Matt Sayer, had written uh about you was and about how you approach your team is that you know we all try to define character and we all try to define integrity he said but sometimes you just know it when you see it and and that's what he wrote about you and your program is that you, when you see this program 
you can, it's evident, you see the character, you see the integrity. And I, did, I just thought that was a, really kind of an amazing uh, comment on how you conduct yourself and, and your team. That is pretty special. I don't even know what to say about that, but I that those are the things that I'm surprised about. I, I know and feel confident in my relationship, you know, with my players as we go about the whole year, right? And like that it's just a journey, but sometimes it is hard to know how it comes out and comes across outwardly, you know, to people who aren't in the program. And I know, yeah, so that that's a that's a pretty special thing for him to say. And that's awesome. Yeah. So Jeff, you were a standout athlete in volleyball and softball, probably in other sports as well. So are, are there are there coaches or mentors that you can point to that you had um, that kind of helped form and 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 develop your approach to coaching? Yeah, I mean, I I obviously played for some amazing coaches along the way, and I think going back to just even in my early pre-high school days, you know, just coaches who were so much more, they were just about so much more than the game. And I think that part from an early age uh, really just, it it spoke to me about my value as a person outside of myself as an athlete. And, and though that's hard to put into words, you know, when you're young and as you go through high school and sports or your life, I feel like I always... I, I knew that I felt loved and I felt supported by most of my coaches along the way, really all of them, you know, even if they were super different in their personalities and in their approach. So I always felt like that was such a big part of our responsibility as coaches is to try to convey that in the best way that we can with our student athletes. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to play softball and volleyball in college and obviously, you know, before that, but I had a volleyball coach um, in college who really, he's the one that opened my eyes to just doing some really creative, different things to try to create relationship and connection and chemistry within the team. So, you know, now one of the things that we do as a, as a program is we, we tell our stories throughout, throughout really we start in the winter because it takes some time to really get to a place where you're actually able to share that with a group of people, even if you've been practicing and working with them for the fall months. Um, and it can look, you know, it's a lot. I mean, to think about all the things that we've gone through in our lives and the things that have shaped us into who we are the really pivotal moments, those are the things that we're trying to like pull from and allow other people to understand us a little bit more and why we are the way that we are as different as we might be from each other. And, and he really, he helped me understand that that could be a really special part of what a team shares, because we do practice every day together. We train hard and we set aside time for that. And it's, it's our team time. Um, and there's always a lot of tears involved. There's just, it's just a time to, to like show a little bit and share about who you are. And it's really hard to do. Um, I, I have now been coaching since 2002 at the college level. And that feels like a long time to me, but each year I, I still start it by sharing my story and it's, hard to do even now 22 years later however long that to just 
be vulnerable around those places that, I mean, for better or worse, have shaped us into who we are and, you know, the things that we learn through that. And so just creating space for that, it is sacred. Like getting to play on our field is sacred. Getting to play together is sacred and having that approach to like the things that we will walk away from this time and it, it will be a blink of an eye, you know, in the time that we spend in our life. But hopefully there are things that we learn and that we can just become strong women who aren't afraid to be vulnerable, but also aren't afraid to be strong. And I think that's, that's a big part of, I guess, all of that. So kind of wrapping all of it and everything together, those are just ways that we try to approach building that, that chemistry and that buy-in from everybody from top to bottom. Well, Jess, um, I haven't had an opportunity to watch all of your games, certainly, but I've watched enough to know that you have, you have players that are really committed to whatever their role is, whether they're the, the All-American player, whether they're, you know, coming off of the bench, whether they're maybe not playing much at all based on what your needs are. And so certainly, uh, you know, your approach to things must create that, that family and that buy-in atmosphere. I did. I think that that is where it has to start. Like it's a foundation because, because at the end of the day, there's nine positions on a field and yeah, we might play four games in a weekend series, but every game matters. Right. And so you're, it's this fine line of playing to, to win and playing to, you know, be the best that we can be. And also recognize that we have depth on a team. Like you, you have to, have people who are embracing being that like backup position player, whatever it is, or being that reliever or a game two starter, just as much as you need that person who's, you know, your go-to pitcher in a tight game. And so I think just really that comes from valuing who we all are as individuals and being willing to bring our best to the table regardless. And the question I, I do you know, ask of everybody is if you are not ever penciled in that lineup, do you, you know, how do you feel like you can be as a teammate? And I think that's the most real question that you can ask because there are things that are out of your control and, you know, you're not guaranteed time on that field though. Like I like to feel like there's opportunities, you know, that, I mean, certainly every day in practice is an opportunity and trying to get to that place where you get those opportunities in games. But at the end of the day, not everybody is going to have equal anything. And so that question is asked and that commitment is what we're all bringing to the table well before lineups are written. Right. And as lineups are written and we have discrepancy and playing time and all of that, those are the hard conversations that have to be often like it's, I mean, we have had our share of difficult, you know, ways of dealing with not being on the field and you think you should be on the field. And I mean, literally all the way up until our opening round last year, those were hard conversations. And so yet you have to have them and it's not about sugarcoating it. It's about, here's the role that we see you playing can you commit to being the best teammate that you can in that role? And if you can't, it's okay, but there's the gate. Like this isn't for you because this isn't, if you're really about us being able to win and play as long as we can possibly play together, then you're going to put your own like 
your own want aside for what is going to be the best for this program. And that's something that we talk about a lot. And that question is, is asked and everybody is forced to answer that, including myself. Like those are hard conversations to have and be able to tell somebody that's been busting their tail. You're, you just flat out got beat out. Right. Like that, that's somebody who started, you know, all that is not easy to do and is not, doesn't go with my personality well either. So I've had to learn how to do that and commit to that being my role. If I'm not clear with them in that way, then they think there's something different than what is happening. And then that creates conversation that's, you know, just distracting. It's not necessary and it is taking us away from what we're trying to do. So, yeah, I just, it's a, it's a fine line, but I just think you can't, you can't, say, well, this is how it is. Cause this is how it is. Like we're women, we need to understand things. And I don't know, that's all, I guess that's the best way I can say to handle some of that stuff. <laughs> well, I, I, and I'm sure the clarity, uh, even though they're hard conversations, I, I just think that the clarity and, and people knowing where they stand and having those hard conversations is, is might not be welcomed in, in the moment, but I'm sure upon reflection that, that it is welcome. You talked a little bit about, um, uh, our conference and you know and, and i'm not going to take anything away from an opening round com, uh, opponent or getting to the final site because that is difficult in and, in and of itself but our conference is is loaded and uh, so talk a little bit about what it is when our conference prepares you throughout the year for that postseason run because it it's not tough to even get out of our conference yeah well i think that's just it we feel really confident in our ability to compete against the rest of the country because we've played really strong competition all the way through our conference and in preseason, honestly, I, I think it's, to me, that's the point. You want to be exposed. You want to learn those things. You don't want to be learning those things when you're in an elimination game, right? I mean, that's where you're, you're laying it all out there and, you know, chips fall where they may. But I think as we play such a tough conference and knowing that anybody on any given day can take games off of people, you have to come ready to, to be at your best, whether you have your normal starter starting, or you, you have, you know, some depth in there, however you do it, every game matters. And so like feeling out how to do that while keeping the rest of your team engaged as well is kind of, is kind of tough because it's, but I think that also teaches the ownership of the roles, right? As you go, because everybody wants to win in our conference and everybody wants to come out on top with the way that our bids are distributed and all of that. And so, yeah, I mean, honestly, it it's a, it's a total gift to play in such a solid conference because you do feel like that at the end of the day, you're going to be able to go up against anybody and know that you've faced really, really tough competition to prepare for it. And Jess, you, you've coached at a lot of different levels, as you mentioned. Um, you actually stepped away from Southern for one year and coached at the Division One level, but then came back. What was it that drew you back to not only Southern, but really to small college athletics? Was there something in particular or were, was it several things that maybe drew you back to this level? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it just starts with, and I, I, I don't, I guess I'm going to use the word balance in a way that I, I, 
I need to practice balance more. So even at whatever level I'm at, that balance is something I know that it's important, but it's also something I struggle with <laughs> attaining. Um, you know, we have five kids and at the time we had four. And so we're a family of six and, and like that is a hundred percent our priority in figuring out how our family can, can live and thrive and be in the values that we have committed to as a family. So everything professionally falls under that. And that's something that, you know, I've been a coach longer than I've been a wife, longer than I've been a mom. So that's always been part of the mix for us. Um, and it's been a gift, like having family, just building programs and being on the field and being on the court has been a total gift, but it's not at any cost. And, and so for, for us and taking the job to, you know, go down to USD was a great opportunity and it was a great community. And, and so many things were, were awesome about that. And then COVID hit and also being in like the San Diego area is not a small town, which not every small college is in a small town, but I think the small town and small college piece for us go hand in hand because our kids can walk from school to the field. They can walk from field to home, even though they complain about the hill in between it, but they can. Like that's all something that allows us to do this, but also have a family. And being at the NAIA level, there's a lot of great things about that. And because you know, there isn't a 10 million hoops to jump through that are, you know, different than the NCAA level. But at the same time, you can build as strong of a program as you're willing to, to put in the time. And so my approach and my effort and my everything doesn't change wherever I'm coaching. But here, being in a, you know, an institution and a like under just a, I mean, a super supportive president for athletics. I mean that, and, and honestly, before president Bailey, it's been that way. And that's been huge. Can't ask for a better athletic director than Matt and our administration and Bobby and Josh, I mean, just everything. It is a family here. It's a community here and it fits what we are about as a family. And so that part of this particular small college is what has fit really well for us. And it fit even when we choose we chose to leave for USD. Um, but the small college piece means, you know, you got to wear many hats. And right. so being able to bring on assistant coaches and just great people within the community or who've come through our program that, you know, can do a multiple, just tons of different stuff. It, it has allowed us to build a, you know, a consistent coaching staff that has allowed us to like kind of tap into all of the things that we need to do to cover all the bases, you know? So it's kind of like tenfold and it's, it's about the people it's about our coaching staff, but it ultimately is just about being able to come back to a place that fits and a community and an institution with just a lot of support. And, you know, the walking distance in between everything is, is just kind of big because it, it's just, it's a small town that works for our many moving pieces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of the moving pieces, uh, six, uh, uh, five, five kids. Five kids. Um, and uh, down to Beckett is just a little over one, I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, and 
the pictures of championships and different things where Beckett's Beckett's with you is, is just adorable. But yeah, I mean, you, all of your kids are involved heavily with, with what you and Brian do as a family and, and certainly your softball and everything else. And, and you'll be sending, sending kids off to college soon. And now you're, you're kind of going through all of it, but yeah. what, what a, what a, what a range of, of, of stuff you're involved in with your family. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's been a total gift. I mean, I, we've chosen this path. It also chose us and, you know, just being, being a coaching family, we've, we've tried to walk away at different times and it's like, this is what we do. This is, and, and we've asked our kids, you know, do you, do you like this? Do you, you know, is this, or do you feel like you're missing this or that? And, and they're like, mom, like, this is what you do. Like, this is, we love this. This is like, we can't imagine, you know, our family without this. And so, yeah, they're in all, of course, in all the pictures, cause they're around and now they're older. And so they're, you know, doing their own sports and programs and practices and all of that. And so that creates, you know, a little more just, you know, stress within a pro uh, within a schedule, but, but Beckett, yeah, man, being able to start over was like, are you serious? We're doing this again. And has also been something that has just forced us to stop and to just reset and like, just be grounded, you know, like, yes, this is all incredibly stressful at times when babies are crying and you're trying to nurse and like coordinate everything, but it goes by so fast and our kids are so loved by so many people here that that's like part of who they are. It's part of what shapes them into the people that they're becoming. And, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. I, 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 I think back of my days on the campus and Heather and I always say, man, what a great place to have raised our kids is basically yeah. on a college campus. And, and you're right, the family and the love that they get. And there's really no, there's nothing like it for, for kids to uh, be raised at. So J Jess, uh, um, you know, I, I, I think that for me ties in the, the family emphasis that you have of your own family, your immediate family, just bleeds over into what you've created with your softball family and has led to that success. Um, I know I know that uh, when, when Matt Sayer let us all know that you were returning to Southern, we were all super excited uh, that you were coming back to the league. So talk a little bit about um, you know, the, the players that you've had come through your program that have been so good. And some of them, uh, many of them want to stick around and they want to, they want to help you coach. And you've had some of them do that. Um, Harley Donovan is, is one that comes to mind. I think, I think Riley now is going to help you um, a, a little bit and others have, and now they're going out into the coaching world, but talk about that transition of a, a player coming into your program and then kind of seeing behind the curtain about what it's like to, to coach. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have had just some, yeah, some amazing women come through this program and, and be impact players and people for just building, you know, and establishing just a pursuit of being their best. And so, but I, but it's really comes back to, I mean, you talked about the family piece. It, it really comes back to the fact that, 
we are trying to find that, you know, that mix of the strength that we have as women and that vulnerability and that like nurturing side of, you know, those of us who want to become moms and, and it just keeps going because it's, it, you know, we're complex people. And so, um, you know, we, yeah, there's been several, whether they've gone back and coached at their junior college or, you know, coached high school programs from their hometown, uh, Harley Donovan, now Harley crown. And she just had her first baby girl yesterday, which shout out to little Sean. Super cute. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've all seen, uh, the Donovan's dad, Sean. And so she's named after him, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And Riley is around here, definitely wanting to get into coaching and just, because I think it's a, it's just, I think it's the type of people that they are and what they want to do with their lives, but they, they value the things that they've learned. And I think that that's something that they want to build in their own programs in different ways. And, um, you know, just, they love the game. They're passionate about the game too. A lot of the players that have come through are just junkyard dogs. Like they just want to work and work and work and practice and practice. And that fits well in our program, you know, just that work ethic of grinding. So I think it's like all of those things. And I, you know, in some of their cases of wanting to build families, you can do that. Like you, you can do that in what you want to do, but you know, it's, it's something that they, you know, get to experience for themselves and what that looks like. But obviously, you know, they've, they've seen kids all in and through our program. And um, I think being a woman that sometimes is hard to feel like you can chase and pursue what you want to do professionally. If you have a desire to become a mom too, you know, it, so I think those are things that they've seen and they want in some capacity and, and are just amazing coaches in themselves. So it's been really special to see them take on their own programs and help within our program and continue to just develop and grow and push the new student athletes that we have coming through. Well, we can't wait to see the success that those uh, former Raiders, your alum have in in their coaching uh, careers as well. Jess, I, I just want to thank you so much for taking some time today, giving us a little bit of a of an insight for your recipe for success that you've had, really that starts off of the field and builds and builds and builds and then translates onto the field. And, and we're so proud of you in, in the conference for your recognition as the 2023 coach of character. And we're excited to uh, to recognize and celebrate with you next year at, at the national convention. So thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Rob. I, I just appreciate you and, and this conference and every coach. It, it There isn't, I haven't experienced anything like the, the camaraderie and the friendships that we have within our conference as coaches either. And I have coached at a lot of different places. So um, I'm very proud to be a part of, of the CCC and I just appreciate all you do as our leader. So thank you. Well, thank you very much. Well, that will do it for this episode of Cascade Connects on behalf of myself, your host and our director, Courtney Blummer. Uh, tune in next time. 
On behalf of director Courtney Blummer and host Robert Cashel, thanks for tuning in to Cascade Connects, the official podcast to the Cascade Collegiate Conference, 15 championships, and over 3,000 student-athletes. This is the CCC.